Hello, I'm Janet Davis, and welcome to Food Plus Freedom, a solutions-based podcast and website for freedom-loving people, where you get solutions about food, buying supplies, and finding freedom for your family without always being dependent on big government, big business, or big agriculture. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, visit our website at foodplusfreedom.com for more podcasts, articles, and don't forget to sign up for our free e-newsletter. Social media. You can find us on Truth Social and Twitter at Food Plus Freedom. Podbean, foodplusfreedom.podbean.com. And on Telegram, food underscore plus underscore freedom. Today is November 9th, 2023, episode 12 getting started or moving on from where you are to where you think you might want to be. Five steps you can start today. And don't forget to wait until the end of the podcast for the info tip of the week. Now on with the show. Five steps to getting started or moving forward from where you are to where you think you might want to be. I say think you want to be because you really don't know where you want to go until you get there. You gain knowledge, you gain experience, and just as you get where you think you're supposed to be, you're like, hmm, maybe I want to go a little further in this direction. And you keep going. Or you think, yikes, this is the wrong direction. I need to change something, everything. And you make some changes for your food freedom. And then you keep going. So today, I am going to give you five steps that you can start right away. Doesn't matter if you haven't started anything for your food freedom, but you're ready to, or you've been working on it. So let's get going. Number one, and this is a big one, stop. Yes, that sounds a little counterintuitive. If you're supposed to be moving forward, how are you supposed to stop? But the first thing I want you to do is stop. I want you to stop looking at yourself and thinking you should be someplace else. I want you to stop looking at your neighbors, your friends, somebody online who is doing what you want to do and compare yourself to them. Remember, anybody who is already in the food freedom space has probably been doing it for a little while and has a little more experience than you do, or maybe they don't, but you still should not compare yourself to them because you're different people, different experiences, different circumstances, and you're just different. Plus, anyone online who isn't telling you some of the downfalls of food freedom and homesteading and things they've run into that aren't all unicorns and lollipops, they're leaving an important part out because changing the way you live and changing your lifestyle for more freedom, which isn't always conducive with what society says we should do, isn't always a lot of fun, but the outcome is extremely rewarding. I want you to stop thinking you can't do this because you can, because it's your rules, it's your time frame, and it's your lifestyle. 
I want you to stop worrying about what everybody else is saying or you think they're saying. What you think they're saying about you wanting to have cleaner food. Know where your food comes from. Growing your own food. Stocking. You just can't think about what they are thinking. You need to stop worrying about doing the food freedom gig wrong. Because you can't. Again, it's your rules. And finally... I want you to stop waiting, dot, dot, dot. You fill in the blank. Whatever your excuse is or reason for not taking steps forward, just stop. Yes, you can look at your reasons. You can evaluate your reasons. But don't let these reasons get in your way of taking the steps you need to move forward. I know sometimes it's easier said than done. But if I can do it, anyone can do it. You just have to want food freedom more than you want to appease other people. This might sound funny because you're probably thinking you don't want to appease anybody. You just want to have your own food freedom. But you would be amazed at what people say and how they react to you when they find out you're raising your own meat or you're stocking food. And It gets into your brain, or it can, either consciously or subconsciously. When I first started raising my own meat, I went to one of my closest friends and said, hey, would you buy some of our meat? It will help us pay for some of the expenses on the homestead, and you would get great meat. She said no. I was like, what? I was actually very surprised. And she told me that she couldn't eat any of the meat because she had met my animals. And I asked her, I said, you would rather eat meat from the store where you have no idea how they were grown or how they were fed or how they lived than any meat from my farm because you had met them and knew they had a good life. She said, basically, yes. I won't lie to you. My feelings were really hurt, really hurt. Good thing I didn't let her negativeness about me growing meat get to me and make it so that I stopped because it it really, it could have, but I was more determined. 18 years later, her mindset hasn't changed. She's still eating the same way. She still thinks food is fine right off the grocery store, out of the restaurants, But when I look at her and I look at me, and we've both had health issues, my body has been able to take care of my health issues. Hers has not. And I look at the difference in our health. My health is my reward. Number two, look at what you are doing. Not what you're not doing, but what you are doing. Sometimes it's so much easier to look at what you think you should be doing instead of looking at what you actually are doing. For instance, I believe one of the easiest ways to get started for food freedom and healthy food is by reading ingredients. I'll say it a million times. And you have to read those ingredients again and again because they change the ingredients. Yeah, I just found out this past week that the organic butter, yes, organic butter that I had switched to when I don't have enough of my own or can't get it local 
now has natural flavors in it. It didn't a couple months ago. And I'm running into that more and more. But anyhow, it is so easy to read the ingredients and decide if you want it and you keep it or you don't want that item and you put it back. It's very easy to make decisions that what you want and you don't want, such as genetically modified food, bioengineered, if you don't want corn syrup, dyes, etc. Whatever your list is of, quote, you don't want to have, unquote, you know what they are. If it's in the food, you don't get it. You'll find you're eating less and less processed food, too. And as I said, if you're already reading labels, which is great, you're going to have to keep reading the labels again and again and again because manufacturers are changing what's inside. And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's in the organic side too. So you really need to read the ingredients because they can add ingredients and they do change them. And unless you read the label every time, until this past week, I was not an advocate of the every time. But now I really believe you have to. You're not going to know. So if you're reading ingredients and you have your what you don't want to have, you're doing something. Then, then take that one thing that you're already doing and take it one step further. For instance, let's say you decided that you don't want anything genetically modified or bioengineered. That's already gone. The next thing on your list is you don't want dyes. So now when you go shopping, you don't buy anything with dyes either. And you just work down your list and don't buy anything that has those ingredients in it. And then what you're already doing, you're doing more and more and more of that. By doing this, you're also using your great dollars to vote on what kind of food you want on the shelves. And as I always say, vote with your dollars, a consumer has a lot of power. So what else are you doing? Are you planning to have a garden next year? If gardening season is over, which it is in our area, you might think, eh, I have to worry about it. Yes, you do. Take the next step and pick two or three things you're going to grow. Maybe you can start now and start growing microgreens or sprouts. Just something. And if you don't want to do it right now, figure out a few things you want to start in the spring and start getting the information of what kind of soil do you need, where you're going to plant it, if you're going to do it in pots, are you going to do it on your balcony, are you going to do it in your backyard, are you going to do it at your friend's house? These are all things that you can be doing and following through. Maybe you're buying extra food because you're stocking up. That's something you're doing. The next time you go to the store, buy a couple more items that you're going to need that you know is on sale. Don't make a special trip unless the sales are so great you can't pass them up and you're going to buy a whole lot of stuff for storage. Because the more you run out for one thing here, one thing there, you're really wasting time and money, especially with the price of gas these days. 
once you start looking into what you're doing and then taking the next step, you're moving forward bit by bit by bit. You have to start with one or two things and then add three things and then keep acknowledging what you are doing as you're doing it more and it will become second nature. When you go into the store, you're not even going to think about it. Unless, of course, you become complacent like I did with labels. And that does happen. And don't let it trip you up where you're like, oh, man, I just can't do this. No, we're human. We don't think about everything. And it's almost like a game with labels and food that we don't create ourselves or locally or from people we know. Is They're constantly trying to change us, almost like to trip us up. And it's going to happen. And I have a feeling it's going to happen more and more and more. As my neighbor used to ask me all the time when I first moved here, and I was trying to do a million things at once, she used to tell me, you need to stop, slow down, because you can't do this all at once. And I would look at her and I would just shrug her off and she'd say, hey, how do you eat an elephant? And the first time she said this to me, I looked at her really weird. And then she said, one bite at a time. It's very large. Number four, make a plan. Yep. Write it down and write it down again when you change your mind. But you want to make a plan on how you're going to get from where you are right now to where you want to be in three months six months, a year. Some people think in the opposite direction. And they think, where do I want to be in a year and work backwards? You can do that as well. It just depends on which way you think. If you're going to think three, six, one year, some people go on to five years, you want to look at what you can do in the next three months, what you can do in the next six months, and then up to a year and what you've accomplished. If you're doing it the opposite way, you look at what you want your end results to be, and then you figure out what work needs to be done from one year from today to today backwards and what you have to start. Either way works. You just have to make a plan and make it realistic. Things like buying locally or growing herbs ordering and planting seeds, joining a homestead community, and getting involved with it. Stop buying from places you don't want to support, etc. They shouldn't be things like you're going to own 500 acres of land when you live in an apartment. Now, if you have the money and the means and you've been looking, go for it. And that might be your final destination. But you need things that you're going to start right now and in your plan that you're going to start right now. Even if it means you get online and you look at seeds and different type of seeds that grow in your area. Or if you know your neighbor gardens, go knock on their door and say, hey, um, I know you've been gardening. Mm, I want to start gardening next year. Can you suggest any seeds? If you're my neighbor, what ends up happening is you leave my house with seeds and more information than you probably want. But then you're connecting with somebody who is already doing it. 
and you're doing something to move forward, but it's in your plan. Now, something about your plan that you've written out, as you start working your plan, things will change, change them. Things will happen in life where your plan is going to get accelerated or it's going to get moved back. You have to be flexible. For instance, right now in my life, we are redoing our kitchen, not because we want a beautiful new kitchen, which is always nice, but because the floor has fallen apart. The bottom double oven doesn't work at all, and the top oven is anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees off, and I cook everything from scratch, including our bread that we grind our own wheat. And it's getting very, very difficult to live the way we do. Now we're finding creative ways to do it, which will be, I'm sure, in future podcasts and on the website. But I'm learning to be extremely flexible as my husband is doing all the work, which is great, because I could walk down there one day and him say, well, the food closet is going to be done in a couple days and then walk back down later in that day or come in from the barn and says, I measured wrong. We need to go get lumber. And if we're going in town to get lumber, we're going to do everything we have to in town. So we have to be a little flexible. And, you know, if you're working a full-time job off your homestead or out of your house, you have to, you have to incorporate that as well. I did that for a lot of years just gotten to be in a different place than that. So make your list and go buy it. But remember, you're in charge of that list. And it's not even a list, quote unquote, but it is a path. It is a roadmap you're going to follow. And you're going to change that roadmap as you learn and as you go. But then you'll go further. And lastly, number five, follow through with actions and acknowledge your rewards. No, this isn't a star chart or something. This is natural reward you gain and you must acknowledge them. For instance, last week we had to go get some lumber, which meant doing anything we wanted in town at that time. So I decided I better pick up some butter and some lemons, organic lemons. Butter, because we don't, aren't making enough right now. We can't get it locally. And lemons, because I use them for some of my health. But they don't grow in our area. And I want organic lemons. So after we went into town and went to the store, I got to see my reward right away. The reward was there wasn't anything else in the store I could think of that I needed. Sure, some fresh lettuce would be cool because the season ended and I haven't planted any sprouts yet, but with the kitchen getting some work done to it, that's a little more difficult, but I will get there. It felt good to know I didn't have to buy anything else. And it felt good to know that I really didn't need the butter or the lemons because I had enough stored that if we hadn't happened to need to run into town for the lumber, 
I wouldn't have to be there. And it, it just, in my mind, it was a great reward of, hmm, I've gotten this far. Sweet. Yeah, I know. I just let you into my brain and how, how my mindset works for buying supplies and running to stores. A little crazy, but it's become automatic. It's become the lifestyle, and I just do it. And you can just do that, too, with your free, food freedom lifestyle, too. You do it by your rules, and you do it how you want it, bit by bit, and you will have success. Thanks for listening to Food Plus Freedom Podcast. Stay tuned for the info tip of the week. And don't forget to go to our website at foodplusfreedom.com and sign up for our newsletter. We're going to dive into the terms organic and non-GMO very quickly because they're two that have become big buzzwords and I'm getting more and more questions about them. So I want to do some clarifying and give you all some information on both things to clear up some confusion you might have. Non-GMO is how the plant seed is created. It is created by nature in a field or in a natural setting without human altering the DNA. Then it's considered non-GMO, not genetically modified, or this day and age they call it bioengineered. If the seed or starter plant has been created and altered in a lab setting at a cellular level, then it's been genetically modified or bioengineered. And they use a machine called a CRISPR. And they basically program it for what they want changed. It's man trying to force nature to do something it was never meant to do, like be pest resistant with Roundup ready added to it or to keep color of the skin longer so the person buying it thinks it's a better tomato. And so much more of what they're doing to our food to genetically alter it. They're also looking at putting mRNA into them. Lots of crazy things. Organic, on the other hand, falls under how your food is grown. You know, is it grown in soil? Is it grown hydroponically with chemicals? Is it grown with pesticides? How your food is being grown. And there's many different ways that food can be grown organically, commercially, um, conventionally, and there's others. With organic, there are more rules like anything grown underneath organic has to be non-GMO. Anything grown under USDA organic cannot be bioengineered, cannot have synthetic anything on it because organic certifications is from the soil. And then it goes to the seed or the animal. So non-GMO can be grown in a non-organic manner, meaning there could be a non-GMO seed when it's grown, it's being sprayed with pesticides. But when something is USDA organic, it cannot have any pesticides and it has to be non-GMO. In my opinion, the non-GMO label had a much better marketing team than the organic team did when it started 
because most everybody knows what non-GMO is, but they get very confused with organic. So now you know, organic has to be non-GMO. Non-GMO doesn't have to be organic. Until next time, have a great day. Mm-hmm.